Hello and welcome back to another episode of Love, London and the Culture. I hope everyone's had an amazing week. Um, I know I have. It's been so exciting. Things are starting to really reopen now. Um, so for everyone working in museums and galleries, um, and of course theatres as well, cinemas, I'm so pleased for you all that you're able to sort of get back, get back stuck into things again. Um, I had my first theatre trip um, since December, um, which was very, very exciting. I went to the, the Garrick Theatre um, to catch Death Drop, which is absolutely hilarious. I went in not really knowing what to expect, but I came out with a massive smile on my face. Um, and that is exactly what you want to um, happen when you, after all this, it was the perfect start to sort of go back to the theatre too. Um, so I um this week's episode I want to focus on things that I'm looking forward to in the world of culture so films and visual art exhibitions and of course theatre that I'm really excited about um going going to see um and if anyone's got any thoughts of what they want to they can't wait to see or experience um do feel free obviously to let me know um, so yeah, um, as I said, I went to see Death Drop at the Garrick Theatre and I have to admit, I, I was really giddy after seeing it. It was just such a wonderful experience to be surrounded by people you don't know. Um, and there was a really nice atmosphere about it. And I'm sure, hopefully, I haven't been to a museum or gallery just yet, but it, I'm sure it would be the exact same thing there. Um, so yeah, so here's a, a bit of an idea of um what i'm most looking forward to to go and see um so i'm going to start off with um in a couple of weeks i'm off to the vna uh for the first time i i treated myself during for my birthday um with a vna membership victorian Abbott museum membership i should say and i haven't had a chance to use it yet obviously um but i felt like i wanted i've been talking about getting a membership for years and I just haven't got around to it, but I think more than ever, um, having a membership for a museum or a gallery is so important in supporting them uh, through this this tough time because they they've lost out on so much money, so much money. Um, but yeah, so I'm be going back to VNA. Sorry, went off on a tangent there um, to go and see Curious and Curiouser. Uh, which, if you're not familiar with the quote, that's from Alice in Wonderland. And this exhibition is going to examine the influence that Lewis Carroll's story has had on artists over the years in terms of film and general art as well. Um, so I'm really curious <laughs> to go and see how it's all put together. I've got no real concerns that it's not going to be amazing because it's a VNA. They always. This is what they excel at. They excel at putting on exhibitions that are spectacular and leave you leave you wanting more. Um, I know the I know the the research and attention to detail is going to be absolutely spot on. Um, and yeah, and I, I've always been fascinated with the story of Alice in Wonderland. Anyway, I mean, it's not your typical children's story. It's filled with weird and wonderful characters. It's, in my mind, it's quite a deeply psychological element to it. Um, so I'll be interested to see 
what we can take away from this exhibition, um, what VNA hope to achieve with it. Um, so yes, I'm very much looking forward to that. Um, so cinemas are reopening as well, which is is great. I can't remember the last time I went went to the cinema before lockdown, um, which is it's quite sad in a sense, but. As I'm usually at the theatre or work, it can be difficult to fit in. And I think with the rise of streaming platforms and everything else, um, I really hope that we sort of get back out there and support cinemas because, again, we need our cinemas. We need It's a great way of socialising. Yes, it's great having these streaming platforms. Um, don't get me wrong. And I know that a few films are just designed to release, say, on Amazon Prime, um, which is absolutely fine. It's they're well within their rights, but I think we need to not um, forget about cinemas and what they can achieve, and from a social angle. Um, so yes, yeah, so this film coming out on twenty eighth of May, um, Cruella. Um, so it's the latest Disney live action film. I, okay, it's. I'm a big Disney fan, um, so I will indulge in going to see this because I, I'm fascinated um, to see what they do with Cruella's story, how they give her a backstory. Um, the trailer makes it look very dark, very edgy, and again, I'm just interested to see as well Emma Stone's performance, um, how she interprets the character of Cruella, how how she transforms from, again, I'm judging from trailer from this sweet girl who wants to get into fashion to this dog napper, essentially, because there's quite a contrast in personality. So it'll be interesting to see how she plays it. Um, and I know you shouldn't compare, but also, you know, Glenn Close's performance as Scarella is, is pretty much iconic. Um, so it'll be nice to see Emma Stone having a different interpretation, particularly now that she's, they're giving Corella a backstory. Um, so yeah, so that's very exciting. Um, also, I'm pretty much excited about, um, since I heard that they were making Moulin Rouge into a musical for Broadway, I've been impatiently waiting uh, to find out when it was coming over to London, and of course, it's duly announced, and it's since then it's obviously been postponed uh, due to current circumstances, shall we say? Um, and so dates have been confirmed. It's coming. It's going to be opening in November for previews with a press night in December. Um, and so priority tickets went on sale this week, and I was. I was on the, on my phone trying desperately to get hold of them. And when I saw that I was 9,000th in the queue, I thought, oh, I'm not going to get anything. Um, but thankfully, I managed to get a ticket for the first preview. I'm sitting up in the gods, um, so I can't remember how how that works at the Piccadilly Theatre. It's been such a while since I've been there. Um so yes, I'm really excited about that, um, and I, I like the fact that kind of it was a, the dates were announced kind of around the 20th anniversary of the film coming out. And I remember when I first watched the film, I wasn't sure, and then giving 
having given it repeated watches since I've fallen more and more in love with it it's it's it was always meant for the stage if you've seen the film you know instantly it was always designed for the stage um which I, I suspect you could possibly say about Frozen as well, in terms of the music in Frozen as well. But that's a whole whole different issue uh, topic. Um, so yes, I'm very, I've really wanted to see it um, as a musical for such a long time, and the fact that I was able to get um, a preview performance tickets up in the gods first night, first preview, um, sheer luck I know a lot of people again ticket prices um is something that um is coming coming up again I know a lot of people are a bit annoyed about theatres and productions being pricing people out basically um and I I, I completely understand where they're, they're coming with that um but at the same time this is an industry that needs as much money generated as possible right now and I, if you really want to see something you're gonna have to you're gonna have to pay out it is just the way it is and also don't forget to support all the little theatres as well they're still around and you can still see great quality theatre even in smaller venues as well I mean I know for some of them they're not open right now because it's difficult they're due to a lack of space but please don't forget about that if you're struggling to get a ticket to a show in the west end consider supporting your local theatre consider supporting your smaller venues the fringe venues in london because there is a lot of new work coming up um that you won't want to miss and it's always great to see this work in its earliest forms and don't forget things like the play that goes wrong started off in a small fringe venue. So you you don't know where the big next big thing is going to come from. So just something to bear in mind. Um, yeah, we're going to see quite a flurry of musical theatre films this, uh, this year as well, which is, is lovely. So obviously, Dear Evan Hansen's just released um, a trailer. Um, and obviously, the first one that I'm, I'm going to mention here is in the Heights. Now, I think I mentioned on another episode that I secretly, not so secretly now, but always prefer uh, the music for In the Heights to Hamilton. I don't know, I just feel like I can get on board with it more. Um, and I think it's, it's a wonderfully vibrant and diverse show that is I which I loved when I saw it a couple of years ago a few years ago more than a couple um in the, in uh, the King's King's Cross Theatre which isn't sadly no longer there I think that was a really great venue um so yeah so that was a really I prefer as a show so I'm very very excited that this is coming to the big screen um as soon as well June June the 18th um, I just I th feel like even from watching the trailers, it's a it's going to be vibrant. It's it's going to be fun. It's going to be joyful. And I think right now we that's the kind of film we all need in our lives, just to get back um, out there and celebrating being able to do things. I know it's been a really horrible year um, for so many people, but I feel like. This is a film to go and see.
Um, so I know I went to see this exhibition in December, but I really would quite like to go and go and see it again. Not only is I a massive Harry Potter fan, but I find it found it really interesting. Um, the Natural History Museum's uh, Fantastic Beasts: The Wonder of Nature exhibition. Um, I found it really fascinating because you learn so much about the creatures who exist who have got some kind of magical power um, that you would you would never know. It's, it's a really mesmerising exhibition and it blends, you know, the creatures found in the Harry Potter world and Fantastic Beast world um, along with real-life creatures to show, well, actually, these creatures did have certain things um, so that were incredible incredible um it, it just it manages to highlight that actually all creatures are magical even though it might not be in a way that you'd expect them to be um when i went it was quite surprisingly um easy to go around it was quite quite quiet it was nicely managed so if you're a bit apprehensive about going into a museum or anything the National History Museum, as I'm sure all venues have, have got a really good protocol in place right now. Um, but again, it's just important to go out and support these these places as much as possible. Um, so another recent announcement was that Come From Away is coming back to West End from 22nd of July, which is exciting um, because ever since I first saw it a few years ago, um, in the West End, I said, I really need to go and see it again. And I just haven't got around to it. So now that it is coming back, I promise, I promise I will get around to seeing it um, eventually, for a second time. Um, I just love this show so much. It's now and a half straight through. It's based on a true story um, of what happened in the aftermath to a couple of planes worth of air passengers whose planes were diverted to Canada um, in the aftermath of 9-11. And yeah, it's it, it's a really good show. I love the music in it. The music is sort of very folksy vibe to it. That's quite, quite unusual and you don't usually hear um, in a musical, um, with the exception perhaps of Once, um, which I missed out on. So I'm really looking forward to seeing that. Um, I have literally no excuse now that it is coming back not to go and see it again. Um, yeah, there's nothing to not love about that show. Um, so another musical theatre film that's coming out uh, this year, hopefully if all things go according to plan, um, Steven Spielberg's version of West Side Story. Now, I haven't seen the original all that much, so I don't know whether I can remember everything or what's what's going to be different about it. I've heard there's a few, a couple of, of differences between this one, which is absolutely fine because, you know, we've got to move with the times. Um, but I hope, it, I hope it's nothing too radical. Um, because you've still got to have that feel of the story. You've got to really still connect with the characters. So I'm really hoping that's still very much the case. Um, the cast is going to be phenomenal. Um, so hopefully 
it's going to be an epic, epic showing. Um, so, yeah, that's coming out in December, hopefully. Um, so, yeah, that's another piece that I'm really looking forward to seeing. Um, and it's nice that musical theatre is now being reimagined on the screen, for big screen. It's great. I think we need more musical theatre films um, to be made and to open a lot more people's minds to the power and the wonder and the joy that musical things can bring to the, to your life. Um, so yes, very much excited about that. Um, so I've done this experience a couple of times, but I really would love to do it again because quite frankly, the food, the cocktails and everything is just such a wonderful um, social way to socialize with people and meet new people along the way. So the Murder Express, um, produced by Funicular Productions at Pedley Street Station. Um, it is a bit of a mission to get there from outside of London, but it is, it is worth the trip. It is literally worth the trip. The food, the story is a little bit corny, but it's, it's great fun. Like there is a little bit of audience participation in it, but it's a very relaxing experience as well. Um, I won't. I don't want to ruin too much of it, but it's it's very cleverly put together, and it'd be lovely to have more experiences like that in London. I think I think they're really worth the money. People will say, "Oh, it's a bit expensive." <sighs> Honestly, I I don't see it like that. I think if you want a unique experience if you want a, a unique night out it is worth paying that little bit extra because you, with something like this you will not be disappointed um i have been meaning to i would love to go and see mamma mia the party um but i i, I can't afford that amount of money to go and see it um there is a difference i know it's a really long experience mamma mia the party but i, I just yeah, it would have to be a very, very special occasion. So a birthday or something before I do something like that. Um, so, yeah, so I really want to go back and experience this again because it's, it was just a lot of fun. And the, like I said, the food is amazing. Um, so Anything Goes is coming to the Barbican Theatre this July. So that's exciting. Um, it's not a musical that I'm really familiar with. I'm familiar with a lot of the songs in it but I've never seen it on stage or anything like that. Um, I do love a classic musical. Um, so that's part of the reason why I, I really want to go and see this when it when it comes to stage. Um, I also really love Robert Lindsay. Like, I saw him in Tattoo Rotten Scoundrels. I've, he's just one of those actors who, who I could quite happily watch on stage over and over again. Um, there has been a slight change in cast. Uh, Sutton Foster is now playing Renault Sweeney. Um, so she'll be reprising her uh, Tony Award winning performance, which is extraordinary. And I've seen a lot of hype and excitement through social media about that. Um, so I'm very much excited to see how that all comes across on stage. Um, so, yeah, so it, again, it's not one that I've seen on stage, but it's it's definitely high up on my list to see um 
I have a confession to make. I'm not that familiar with David Hockney's work. Now, I've never seen, I've never been to an exhibition of his work before. So I think that's why I'm very much curious to see what the hype is all about with his work. Um, you know, I've heard quite, you get this with all artists, it's quite a mixed bag um, of ideas about his work. Um, but I'm, I'm curious to see um, this one, David Hockney, The Arrival of Spring Normandy 2020. So these are all pieces of work that have been created, that were created during the first lockdown. Um, so I'm, and it'll be at the Royal Academy, it's at the Royal Academy of Arts, and apparently a lot of tickets are going fast, so I better get in there quickly if I want to see it before they all disappear. Um, I do love the Royal Academy, I think it's a, a wonderful airy space, and it really, again, it, it pays great attention to all the details, um, and there's a real celebration of art, it really just, it's very, very clever. Um, and accessible, particularly if you're not um, that kind of person who's into art. Um, it's, yeah, they always put on a really good, elegant exhibition. Um, so I'm hoping, I'm pretty sure it'll probably be the same in this case. Um, but let's, uh, let's just wait and see. So I've got to get on that and book a ticket. Um, so yes, so the last two things that I want to talk about are both at the British Museum. Um, so I'm really bigging up the British Museum. I love the British Museum. It's one of my favourite places to go in London. Um, I, I love my history. I love ancient history. Uh, I, I don't make any secret of that. Um, so the first exhibition is Thomas Beckett uh, exhibition, Murder and Making of a Saint. Um, it's not a part of history or a person that I'm really familiar with. I think that's part of the reason why I'm, I'm so curious uh, to see this exhibition. It's, it's, I would love to have a better understanding of that, that, that period of history and of Thomas Beckett and how he figured in and played a part in history. Um, I'm, I'm familiar with the name, but like I say, I just have not familiar what what his story is um i could easily google it but i don't think it's quite the same as actually going to the british museum and actually taking something away from going to this exhibition i've you know again like all the other places that i mentioned vna royal academy they all they all put such heart and soul into their research and putting um on a strong exhibition and yeah so I'm going to be curious to see how this this exhibition will be laid out um it's all very exciting and then also at the Royal, uh, Royal Academy the British Museum sorry um is um from the 27th of May Nero the man behind um the myth um so obviously Nero was very much known for his cruelty and his madness and is is basically he's got an appalling history. Um 
yeah, so he, he oversaw things like the Great Fire of Rome, um, Bodicea's Rebellion in Britain. Um, so I think the, the aim of this exhibition is to highlight his rise and fall as an emperor. Um, and again, it's, I've heard bits and pieces of this history, but I've never actually got to grips with it. So, again, I'm very intrigued to see um, how this all all comes about, um, and it's a chance to discover what he was really like. Um, so, yeah, very, very, very excited about going to see these two exhibitions and everything else that I have mentioned on this list. Um, I think I just want to leave you with the thought that I know it's been a difficult year. I understand. I completely understand. And I think we the best thing we can do now for for everybody is to go out and support some of these institutions um, that I've mentioned, cinemas, theatres, British Museum, Royal Academy Arts, National Gallery, VA, all these places whose got people in it whose livelihoods and jobs rely on us to go and visit. Um, I know it seems like it's scary if you're weary about going going to these places um, for a variety of reasons relating to COVID. I, I get that, I completely get it. Money as well, I understand. But we're gonna to have to start piecing the world of culture back together and if you can support it, please, please go and, go and support it. Um, it's a bit of a sombre way to finish this, this episode, but I, I feel very passionately about this. Um, I want to show my support to as many of these cultural institutions as possible in the coming months and for the people who work in them. But until then, until we, we all all back to normal, um, I hope you all have a really wonderful week um, and I will be back next week um, with a few more cultural musings. I will have been to the theatre a couple of more times hopefully in that time. I'll share a few thoughts. Um, so yes, in the meantime take care, keep safe and I will speak to you next week.